Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 8, 2020, the SFO Responds Edition. And we'll start with that story from the Wall Street Journal. Dylan Tokar reporting in the Risk and Compliance Journal. The UK's serious fraud office has outlined several steps it may take, including hiring a cadre of paralegals to review documents to address complaints about how the economics crime investigator engages with staff and works its cases. The SFO responded to a series of reports by Her Majesty's Crown Prosecution Service Inspectorate, which was tasked with conducting an independent assessment of the SFO's leadership and case management. The report One report released over, or rather almost a year ago, said the SFO's sharp focus on the delivery of casework had led to a culture that tolerated neglectful approaches to management, in some cases, unacceptable behavior. Another report released in September focused on a long-standing complaint that the SFO's cases move glacially, i.e. too slowly. The inspector general also said the SFO had struggled to appropriately staff cases and process digital materials. It recommended the agency review its resources and develop new staffing models. The SFO partially agreed with some of the recommendations and is trying to move forward. Next up, uh, is this the end of NATO as Trump orders a 25% reduction in U.S. troops in Germany. Obviously, this is something that the Russians want and have desperately wanted for some time. So you have to ask the question, is Trump just doing the bidding of Putin yet again, or does this actually mean something? And of course, it could be just a temper tantrum that he's throwing because uh, he doesn't like the German uh, Prime Minister Merkel, so or Angela, or Trent Chancellor Merkel. So uh, Trump again shows a basic uh, neglect of elementary leadership, the involvement of allies because he didn't even bother to tell them. So I don't know whether NATO is going to survive or not. Certainly, uh, Putin doesn't want it to, and whether Trump does his bidding, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Next up from the New York Times, interestingly, one of the uh, demands or rather uh, changes that has come out of the George Floyd uh, Black Lives Matter response to the murder of black Americans by uh, police departments has been the changes in the newsrooms. Uh, Over the weekend, we had uh, resignations of the top opinion editor from uh, the New York Times, Philadelphia Inquirer. And um, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the uh, New York Times, of course, ran an op-ed piece where Senator Tom Cotton called for military troops to uh, engage U.S. citizens uh, really in in legal violation, claiming that there was an insurrection underway. So um, that really... uh, did not seem to meet the standards of the New York Times when you call for military troops to murder U.S. citizens. And finally, from the uh, also from the New York Times, a group of black executives uh, uh, have claimed police killings and protests uh, have driven home the uh, um, problem that corporate America has failed black America. Even with 
the number of black Americans who have moved to executive positions in companies. They feel that corporations, both in the way they market products, the products they've designed, their messaging, and their interactions with the black uh, American community has failed uh, this portion of the American citizenship. Uh, They are starting the discussions in corporate America for change. It's going to be interesting to see where this might go uh, going forward when you have uh, corporate executives start to talk about how corporations have failed. uh, That's the time you begin to get some real change. So it'd be interesting to uh, follow this. I hope you will check out this month's 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, where I take up internal uh, reporting and investigations. And on the Compliance Life, I begin a four-part series with Ryan Robillet on his journey to the CCO chair.